You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. And hello, kids, and welcome to season three and episode number 76 of the Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Uh, you might notice that there's a little less of me. <laughs> huh? Huh? I told you there'd be a change of look. How you like me now? <laughs> Today, recording day is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Happy Pi Day. By the way, you know how you eat a pie, right? One slice at a time. <laughs> and it will be a cloudy day here at the Beaver Lodge with some wind gusts up to 50 kilometers an hour. Oh, thank you, Kit Linda. Looking smooth. Et une petite pensée pour les bonnes gens de la région d'Amqui qui vivent quelque chose de vraiment extraordinaire en ce moment. Vous avez tout notre cœur et toute notre compassion. Just a little thought for the people in Amqui. Who are going through some very, very trying times. You have all of our heart and all of our compassion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A. And with me, as always, is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Today, we have a Tuesday morning nibble for you, but first, our most important duty. Good morning, Mr. Grizzly, and how's your mental health today? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, one second. Had to clear my throat. Um, I'm, I'm Mental health, I think, is okay, you know. Um, still on that exhaustion stage. Must have woke up about a dozen times last night. 
like I, I you know, I'd sleep and then wake up and then sleep and then wake up and then sleep. And it, it was jarring to say the least, but mm. not a lot I can do about that. Just, just muscle on through the day. Right. 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 Uh, are you, do you adjust well to daylight savings time? Everybody except for people in Saskatchewan and Yukon territory who didn't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, it's going to take me a couple more days, honestly. I, yeah. I always feel like horribly jet lagged and hung over the day after, even though, you know, I worked from home yesterday, so it was a little less jarring than normal. I'll be tired today. I know it. It just, it affects me that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, my, my clock got thrown completely off again so yeah. i think like the night before or the night after it was like again i was like three or four o'clock in the morning i was still up it was like oh god not again i just got myself back to zero from the last time that happened yeah. <laughs> but doing well doing well no good um let's see i have a i have something i'm gonna share with you real right. quick here let's this is that. uh how quickly they turn oh i love that so rob primo some guy on Twitter, who thinks that Maxim Bernier should go to Pierre Polliver's rally himself and ask him why he supports the Paris climate, climate accord and global policies. Then Maxim rambles on and I can't be bothered with Maxim, but it, and then it's Christine Anderson's follow-up, you know, the Nazi herself. Why bother asking? The answer seems quite obvious. Pierre Polliver is a sellout and therefore part of the problem. People like that always know the talk, but when it comes down to actually walking their talk, they'll cave in so we're watching the conservatives eat themselves well here we go it's, you know the thing that i find interesting in this is that in an era where we're talking about uh foreign meddling mm-hmm. in our elections uh basically the self-appointed global chief nazi is going around to other countries and making sure that the subordinates are standing in line and if not um inserting themselves into the politics of another nation yeah. yeah she really cool. does tweet as if she's their boss you, you think just maybe a little we noticed that in the previous episode eh <laughs> oh yeah it's brutal there there's some arrangements that we do not know about oh i think so there's some fipeta style <laughs> arrangements <laughs> between the conservative party of canada i think and some of these organizations or at least their political counterparts or parties to which they aspire they seemingly aspire to become um because this this is very very odd behavior this it, it's almost like the movement the global movement of whatever this thing is like tapped her on the shoulder and said you know what we're gonna assign each of you a country and you get canada certainly seems that way you get to give canada 100 percent of your entire attention it's really what, what it looks like. It looks like she's got her center focus and she's just decided that she's got a Canada fetish. So either she was assigned the role by higher up, because I mean, seriously, why would a member of the European Parliament just one day decide that she's going to fixate on Canada? There's like no reason we're, uh, yes, we're a G7 country, but out of the G7 countries. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be like a, a concerted and concentrated effort to overthrow our democracy. Oh, yeah. did I say that out loud? Oh, that was a thought. Sorry, I said my thought out loud. Sometimes, sometimes that ha- I had a Freudian slip. Freudian yeah. slip. Yes, it's almost like they turn out and says, "Well, you know, oh darn, we got so close with January 6th in the U.S., but we didn't quite get it. Let's do Canada. They got less defenses." Yeah, we'll start something. with them and go from there. 
yeah, and then migrate south or something. Like, well, they're all they're already well seated in the United States of America. When you've got fifty percent of the population thereabouts supporting Russia, hmm. and and we, we're seeing it here now in Canada, mm-hmm. which is disturbing because you've got people. I just saw somebody. Um, I want to say Welland or Windsor. I'm not sure. There, uh, because they have a Ukrainian flag at their home, somebody uh, painted a swastika on their gate and wrote um, Ukraine support equals Nazi support on their sidewalk yep. in paint. So th- there is a brainwashing, a-, a mass psychosis underway right now, trying to get people to believe that Vladimir Putin is the good guy in all of this. He invaded a country. He is not a good guy. He's never been a good guy. Trust me when I say this. He is an evil human being. Trust me. And and this is not just coming from me. This is coming from our counterterrorism experts, friends of mine, BT dubs, who work in this world that we that we merely look at. Mm-hmm. And they told me point blank, the guy's a gangster. Yeah. And he could be worth almost a trillion they believe mm-hmm. with money that he's stolen but he says no no i don't have any money i don't have any money well yes, these- because he's got it all in the bank accounts of individual oligarch friends which is why he's crapping his pants because if their money doesn't go any further he's worried they'll gang up on him that's exactly what it is he is pe- petrified that they will come after him this is why you keep seeing oligarchs suddenly falling out of windows or down stairwells mm-hmm. he fell down a stairwell well how do you fall all the way down a stairwell <laughs> It's like levels, right? Mm. You keep falling down a stairwell. That's because you, you're thrown. You're thrown. He's got Aunt Bunny disease. Aunt boom, Bunny boom, boom, falling boom, down boom, the steps boom, again. Oh, falling down the steps now. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, my shoe. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I'm halfway down now. Oh, Lord, God, love you, please. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, Lord, Jesus, help me, please. Lord, Jesus. Oh. Oh, Lillian, Lillian. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ah, everybody fell down the stairs. Everybody fell down the stairs. You have to be a certain vintage to get that one. <laughs> With apologies to Eddie Murphy. Yes. Eddie, Eddie, go get that buddy. Something cool for head. Wow. That buddy fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> shoe. Shoe. I always love the shoe part. <laughs> oh, shoe throwing mothers. My mother never threw shoes. Nope. Nope. Neither did mine, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm glad I never gave her a reason to because pre- <laughs> she taught me how to throw a baseball and she had a good arm, so it's just that way. <laughs> uh, but there was a never threw a shoe, but there was the wooden spoon occasionally. Oh, yes. <laughs> never got the belt. My, my my father never raised his hands to his children in his life, ever, mm-hmm. not once. All he had to do was raise his voice, and he only did that about four times. And I think we all defecated when we heard. Because take this voice yeah. and raise it really loud. Okay. And in anger. Hmm. Yeah. I saw my mom throw a cup once, but it wasn't in my direction. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. You turned into Shaggy all of a sudden. Wasn't me. <laughs> it's just sort of like all of a sudden it's like she was just standing there and the next thing you know there was a cup against the walls and it was, oh what happened there <laughs> mm. oh man okay um gee 
there's been a lot. Uh, we've got like stuff to celebrate and so much. we got so stuff much. to worry about. Um, we Did had you see any of the Junos last night? I have not yet. Uh, I know a little bit because I've heard some news, but I, so, I mean, I, I know that for some reason, streaking seems to be a thing <laughs> these past days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. And, and, and it was, you know, appropriate that it was Avril Lavigne on stage at times. She's like, get the fuck off stage, bitch. And then when Avril <laughs> went up to accept her award for artist of the year, fan choice artist of the year from TikTok, she's like, you come up on stage, I will F you up. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I like Avril a lot. She's pretty awesome, I think. And of course, who presented the? I, you didn't get to see it, but you know who it was presented by was one of my favorite artists, Jesse Reyes, who had performed earlier in the evening and, and won. And won, yeah. And she knocked, knocked the like burned the place down. She was so good. But it, pres, it was co-presented by Jesse Reyes and Call Me Chris. No way. Yeah, from TikTok, Call Me Chris, and her yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that you and, up. yeah. How cool and, is that? Yeah, she had this. Uh, super cool dress on that was very similar to the one Jamie Lee Curtis I showed you a photo of. It's like black with like uh, like uh, uh, crinoline patterns that go through it. Uh, it was really okay. cool. It was Neat. really cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so the one thing I know is that the host was Simo to you. Uh, by all accounts, he did a very, good. very, very good job. Oh, so yeah. So that's good. Um, and, of course, the Hall of Fame um, Canadian Music Hall of Fame act this year inductee was Nickelback, yep. which, of course, um, well, they're a band that for some reason has generated a lot of hate. I never really got it. I still, I like her. I like the band. I always have. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. like I understand they do super commercial rock, but, but there's, there's a market for that. Okay, some people don't think fifty it's million records. Rock. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, I mean, it's like, come on, man, don't poop on other people's parades. People like Nickelback, let people like Nickelback. <laughs> well, and, and I find that a lot of the people that hate Nickelback, okay, they all their songs sound the same. Yeah, what if, how do you feel about Bon Jovi? Def love Leopard. Bon Jovi. How about ACDC? Love them. Def Leppard. You, you fail to see the hypocrisy, right? All their songs sound the same. No shit, really. <laughs> oh i have oh, a man. photo here here's call me chris and oh damn my goodness gracious check this out she looks just spectacular well hang on i'll blow it up a bit first so you can see it a little bit better it's uh it's just boom boom oh blowing up the background not the foreground weird okay oh well here we go i'll just show you the picture real quick it's um she looks lovely. Lost your mic, sir. Suddenly you have no there sound. There we go. Is that yeah. better? Yeah, from yeah, uh, yeah. like like from the Vogue magazine. Yeah. Yeah, very similar, huh? Uh, it might be the damn same one. Close. Very yeah. close. Wow. Yeah. She looks great. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you were talking about, because uh, you were talking about streaking, and this was out uh, the other day. This is a, a good Twitter feed if uh, people, uh, for kids who like history, uh, called Canadian, Canadian History AX, <laughs> A with an X. Uh, but the first streaker at the Maple Leaf Gardens is escorted off the ice after returning into the game with just shoes and a sign on March 12th, 1980. Sadly, he failed to help the Leafs beat the Blues with the team losing 3-2. 
<laughs> and all you see is the streaker with a sign. <laughs> and then I believe uh, Karima might be running for mayor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Karima. This is news. You didn't see that? Oh, yeah. She had uh, put out uh, her platform. I think it was like um, extra recess and <laughs> a couple of oh, other so things. Oh, she's, yeah, so she's making fun of the idiots is what she's doing. That's what she's doing. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think it was like mandatory streaking <laughs> in there, too. <laughs> it's just like. Well, if, if Chris Skye can run for mayor, why not, right? Yeah. What? If Chris Skye can run for mayor, why not? he has he's got a fundraiser right now it's 500 bucks a plate or a table of 10 for 5,000 and if you want to sit at the vip table which is on a raised stage it's 1500 each the grift is strong in this one oh there it is mr grizzly longer recess monthly pizza parties and streaking the pathway to healing our nation (laughs) now that's a platform with which i can get down where do i vote like just Shut up and take my money. Send me to the polling station. <laughs> we, don't, we don't live in Toronto. We can't vote for the mayor of Toronto. We don't live there. <laughs> Hold on. I can get an address. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> I, I don't know if we should talk about this Jordan Peterson thing. If you, oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me just. This uh, one deserves it. This. What like okay so um he he, he tweeted a uh, weird fetish porn photo yes uh, a video which I'm not yes. putting up I'm not putting nope. up because it's YouTube and they'll take us down yes um and and he said what's going on in China and I'm kind of like dude you you what you um that that's a, okay whatever he basically <laughs> confirmed his incel status let's put it that way. Did he ever? And, and then, then he, then he posted this, and this apparently is still up. And oh, yeah. I'm cautioning those who've not seen it; it's vulgar, yes, and really offensive. Yes, I'm not even going to read it. Nope. Well, we have to say something for the people who are listening at home. Yeah, um, and it's not a vajayjay. <laughs> well, okay, it's not a vagina. It's a hole for another man to. Mm. And mm. that's that. Yeah, that's all. That's I mean, just crude. And but but Pierre Poliver really supports this. Man. <laughs> Free oh, speech. Yeah. He's a, a thing in Canada. Canada. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Basically, it was a extreme, um. Well, extreme. Uh, it was an S and M domination website. Yeah. Yeah, website uh, that he thought was real. Life. In China, yeah. He thought it was a breeding center in China. And it's so. in the UK, by the way. Yeah. So, down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Down he well, goes. Well, we'll just call him Mediocrates. Eh, good enough. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I feel sorry for him, man. Well, he needs I help. Just feel so- He's digging his hole in deeper all the time. I mean, we laugh because it's, it's just sad. so damn absurd, but it is sad. 
Well, and he, he seems to thrive upon it. It's like, dude, you, you need help. But again, like my question, I keep on asking, does nobody at all in your circle love you enough to get you to the help you need? We, we keep asking that about Theo Fleury, and I'm thinking, <sighs> anybody in his circle, they're just making money off this grift. I don't know what else it could be. Joseph Borgo first. He's the sugar daddy. Mm, yeah. He's bankrolling it. You know, apparently, uh, according to uh, Press Progress, he's uh, stopped all donations to the Saskatchewan party. Oh, yeah. And I was going in order the... to donate to Sask United Party. Yes. Because mm. Scott Moe, Scott Moe, permanent concussion Moe, wasn't extreme enough. The guy who held Jason Kenny's beer. Oh, Jason Kenny did something stupid. Oh my God, I need to follow that and double it. He's not extreme enough for Joseph Borgo. I mean, come on, right? And what is it with like people who ran for the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada who don't get it that then go off and start other movements? Um, What's his deal? The key word there is movement because they're full of shit. Yes. They were moved and I was not. Let's put it that way. Um, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, it, it, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I don't get it. Um, I have had um, some kids also. Uh, when we did, uh, I was on Dean's show last Friday and we talked about um, the Sarah Fisher angle. It's a little alleged Chinese interference type, well, interference by the People's Republic of China type thing. Um, and Nobody's covering it still. Mm-hmm. Still. You know, they're still talking about Handong. And it's like, <laughs> it's right there with yeah. neon arrows pointing to it. She is the defeated candidate. She's the director of communications now. And the party had access to the documentation. Nobody is even remotely putting it in the public sphere that that's the way that that information could have gotten out. There's like zero yeah, accountability. I don't, I don't understand, man. Yeah. I don't understand. It's, but it's like, why is nobody running with this? It's sitting right there. And then, of course, like irony of ironies, right? Mm-hmm. The first person that falls out of all of this is a conservative and not even at the federal level, but at the provincial level. We have this yeah, guy v- named Vincent. Vincent uh, K- 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 I'm K- not sure how to pronounce it. Yeah, it's, pre- it's written K-E, but it seems on the radio and whatnot, they seem to be pronouncing K- it. K- K- so Vincent K- um was basically singled out as, uh, well, accused because none of this has been proven in court and no charges, even no charges have been laid at this time. And again, all of this is based on intelligence, which are bits and pieces of information that may or may not be verified or may not, may not be complete. And even may or may not be true because some people intentionally put false intelligence in there to see if somebody takes it and, or to lead you off a rock or, you know, lead you off a path or to see if a contact is solid or right. A lot of all the bits of information that people are saying when you're doing spycraft are not necessarily true pieces of information either. Mm-hmm. Right? Some of them are verified that false. for us. Oh, yeah. Right? So that's um, why it's called intel, not facts. 
Right, right. Or evidence. Or, or evidence, yeah. <laughs> right. And then has uh, to be investigated further and deeper right. and probed. And corroborated and, right, and all that kind of stuff. And so, again, we're still at the stage well over a week later where we have absolutely no independently verified corroboration and we're still having to take Bob Fife and Sam Cooper, I think it is, mm-hmm. from Global's word for it. And now we're getting at the point where Sam Cooper is starting to post articles and re-refer to them as like bombshell, this bombshell global. So it's like fluffing his own, which always puts a little, right? It's like when we do a show, we don't turn around and says like this, you know, oh, you need to listen to our most excellent show. And it's like the kits say this one is good. <laughs> it's right is what we'll say right when we get a lot of comments so the, the kids seem to like particularly like this one so you might like it too but it's like don't listen don't listen don't listen to our history making episode about it was like it's not for us to say that our episode is history making it's well, not I've for you to a, call your own story a bombshell i've got a comment here um it's just a little over two and a half minutes and uh it, it's um well it's from and it, so Brian Lilly is Brian Lilly. Go figure. Interviewing uh, interview with a former CSIS agent that confirms every government since 1997 has known Beijing had planned to take over candidate selection process of all political parties and specific riding associations. Yeah. So here I'll just play a few seconds of this so we all get an idea of what I'm talking about. Here we go. Are someone who I've known for a very long time? He's someone who spent years from the 1980s to the early 2000s as a CSIS officer, including time on the Asia-Pacific desk. Michel Junocatia, he joins me now from Ottawa. Michel, thanks so much. Uh, I was in charge of Asia-Pacific, and we had discovered already the attempt by the Chinese embassy and the Chinese uh, agent in place uh, to try to manipulate the political process in Canada. We have been sounding the alarm uh, for the last 30 years. I witnessed that uh, myself. When we went to the government, every government, uh, name it, any color, any party, we went, we told them what was the co- happening. We were bringing evidence and they disregard. They disregard. So, you know, this is not new. No. This has been going on no. for a long time. And that's just a few seconds of a selection from an interview. So they keep like the, the the conservative party really is run by a bunch of not that smart people. You know, every now and then I think, well, there's gotta be some intelligent people in there. And I don't think Oliver's as stupid as he'd like to have us think he is. I don't think he's as smart as he'd like to have have us think he is either, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. they obviously have a lot of people in that party who are, are trying to take uh, advantage of the average Canadian who won't necessarily do the extra work or homework or look into anything a little bit deeper and think that what is presented on the surface is all there is to it and nothing more. But they're 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 telling tales out of school in the sense that Everything they say is easily uh, changed, not changed. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, repudiated. Yes. Easily repudiated because it's like, well, no, this is just the Liberal Party and it only started then. No, we've been doing this for 30 years, telling every successive government this is happening. 
30 plus years by CSIS. And, yep. and here is an individual who just, I'm sure, was pissed off going like, look, I've been screaming this from the rooftops and nobody listened to me. For want of a better term, it fell on deaf ears. And now they're coming out with this accusation and saying it's just Justin Trudeau. And at, this guy wasn't even talking politics. He was just pissed that a political party was trying to blame another political party for something that's been going on for decades you know this man does not like that type of politics right. without ever having to say it. It's pretty right. obvious. Yeah. So it just... <sighs> <laughs> I feel you, Mr. Grizzly. I feel you. I feel you. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It really is. So yeah, yeah um, this Vincent Ka guy... Um, was accused of serving as a, quote, financial intermediary in interference schemes by the Communist Party of the People's Republic of China. Now, Doug Ford accepted the resignation. Brian Lilly is trying to spin that, and the Sun folks and everybody else says, you know, Doug Ford took some great action. Why did the Prime Minister not do it? Okay, Doug Ford didn't do shit. Mm -hmm. He accepted a resignation. That, was but a that does not take courage. To accept a resignation? <laughs> Okay. I quit. Okay, yeah. go ahead. That, that's like that's like when some member of the Conservative Party did something terrible. I can't remember what it was like this. And then Andrew Shear turn, turns around and says, he's apologized and I accept his apology. Oh yeah, Michael Cooper, when he read that manifesto into the into the into the house of commons thing yeah. goes, he's apologized and i accept his apology uh isn't it for like the muslim lady that was sitting on the stand while he read that maybe for, isn't it for her to accept his apology not yours who the yeah. hell are you he didn't yeah. offend you <laughs> it's, I, I i accept his apology and i consider the matter closed the apology isn't to you well it was <laughs> like joanna was saying yesterday it's like it doesn't affect you so why do you care right uh, uh, Karen Woods, co-founder of the Canadian Chinese Political Affairs Committee, says that China's interference is quite pervasive, it's widespread, and it's thoroughly, certainly non-partisan. That whole line about them doing this because they wanted to help the liberals. No. They are completely agnostic. Yeah. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter. <laughs> it's whomever, whomever. Regardless of stripe, they are colorblind. They think will help the party. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's the all. You know, and if it causes some, if it sows some disruption and confusion and social consternation, controversy, all the better. But they don't care. They don't care at all. Um, so I don't know, man. This is just, it's messy, and yeah. there are people with vested interests in keeping this messy and making this very confused and clear as mud. And um, that words, it's just, you need your bullshit waiters, hip waiters for this one. That's mm. <laughs> simple uh, on this one. Um, and the interesting thing, as well with all of this is when they're suspecting Handong because in the original report they were talking about nine liberals and two conservatives in Ontario and now people are starting to look even in BC, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a very um, 
uh, sizable Chinese Canadian community in that province. Uh, thus, uh, I mean, perfect targets, right? For the because there was some testimony on the Hill right this week from people. Um, I'll try to find the try to find the clip if I can. Uh, Chinese Canadians explaining how it is that they get harassed. Um, the alleged police stations, clandestine police stations, are actually masquerading as uh, service centers for people who arrive from China and are trying to integrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that's where they make some contact, you know, especially uh, Chinese Canadians or new arrivals uh, that don't speak English as fluently as they would, let's say, in a year or two. Right. Um, right. And uh, so they take a well, they tell them how they tell them how things are here, and you know, and that types of that type of thing. And you know, it's not rare for a Chinese Canadian citizen to get a phone call, random phone call, just saying, "Hi, how are your parents doing in Sichuan?" Hmm. Yeah, that's problematic. But yeah, yeah. it's a little little. What's a, it's sort of a old school um it hey, tell you what you pay me for some insurance i'll make sure nothing bad happens to you yeah hey tune have you seen your daughter is she in your backyard you know i, I could put a couple guys on it we could make sure she's okay nothing bad ever happens to her you just gotta pay me once a month oh lovely store you have here beautiful antiques hmm, it would be a shame if something happened to it yeah it'd be terrible Forget about it. Forget about it. You just pay me once a month. I'll make sure nobody ever gives you a hard time. All right. Mm. It's old school. Yeah. And the thing with Handong, which was the first person, the first name that they put out and said that he was an alleged uh, witting conspirator. um, He was the target in 2019 Mm -hmm. of misleading newsletters targeting the Chinese-speaking community, alleging that liberals would support the legalization of hard drugs and levy attacks on your home. So if he was in on it, mm-hmm. and a witting accomplice, who was running against him in the Chinese, Chinese language papers? It's like... Every single little additional bit of information that we do know that can be verified seems to not fit in with the narrative that Messrs. Fife and Cooper would like us to believe. And mm. again, neither of these two have given us an iota of a contextual idea of what the motivation is behind releasing this information. If they will not tell us who, they should be at least curious enough to commit journalism and inquire about the motives. And yet they haven't done that. They've given us no. And you've got some journalists out there that are not as familiar with how to treat this information that are talking about this, uh, what's contained allegedly in the evidence mm. that nobody's seen except these two people and nobody can see as being confirmation that these things have happened. And didn't Evan, yeah. didn't our friend Evans Grimshaw write something about this just the other day to the extent that global is not 
doing any investigation into this. None, none. They're, They're not just, investigating the claims. They're just putting them out there. I'm like, well, isn't, aren't you just like a slob on Twitter? <laughs> like, if you're, you're a news organization, you're doing zero investigation. It's not journalism. Exactly. And it's barely stenography. I mean, come on. It's, it's copy and paste. And paste. Right. At least stenographers actually do something. This is copy and paste. I mean, An eight-year-old could do it. Right. Right. All right. Um, th these are, uh, I had a whole bunch of other things and some happier things. <laughs> Oscars, judos, uh, curling, yeah, we'll uh, rugby wheelchairs, but we'll talk about those the other day, uh, tomorrow. Um, but yeah, um, just we're in a, we're soaking in some really weird palm olive <laughs> at the moment, uh, Madge. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Try to keep your head about you. Mm. Um, a lot of this information, uh, if you're listening to the story and you see a piece of information that is making your emotions go, what? Mm -hmm. Take a breath. This, this is me right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Adopt that sort of Zed passage. Just like be a happy observer. Don't get too emotionally invested right now because a lot of people are saying things for the purpose of pushing that button and having you rage and, and having really wanting somebody to do something now. Yeah, Do something it, now. Take action. We don't even know what the target is yet. We don't know where to swing. It's kind of, it's kind of like maybe it's time to put your big coat on, put your headset on, and turn out, tune out the noise for a little bit because a lot of it is noise. And there's going to be a lot of noise before stuff gets distilled and we finally get some semblance of what actually happened. And we'll right try. now, this is the flood the zone phase. We'll try and distill as much of it as we can and sort through as much of the garbage as we possibly can for you. But there's only, we're only humans. <laughs> and we're not journalists and we, not. there's just us two and we have no budget and we have no investigative capacity. Um, some people are sending us some stuff and, you know, every now and then we really like, appreciate you do it. something with it and we appreciate it. Uh, but, you know, I was like, look into this. I just want you guys to know, we don't have any capacity to look into this. We have capacity to look at anything that's on the internet. That's it. Yeah. I have no contacts on the inside in anywhere. I have no, I think this. And I do, just, but I can't disclose anything they tell me. Yeah, but I don't. So all I can do is look at what's in public domain, mm -hmm. try to remember what happened in the past, connect dots over time, look at patterns look at contradictions, look at things that don't make sense, look at things that are logical, irrational, look at things that don't match up with what I know to be true exactly. about subjects in the law and our political tradition, and then point out inconsistencies and then ask questions about them. But we have, I'm not special <laughs> in the sense yeah. that I don't, I'm not this big wig and I have no contacts and it's not like I have this Rolodex of people I can call or whatnot. It's literally just what's out there and just, you know, paying attention and putting some pieces together. And, you know, sometimes I'm wrong. Yeah. Oh, and we'll, we'll always admit. It's going to go this way. And sometimes, and sometimes I'm frighteningly right. Uh, but we make a mistake. We'll own up to it every single time. We try and be as accurate as we possibly can. Um, conjecture and, and speculation is not a big part of what we do. But and when we do it, we're saying it. We're saying it. Yes. We say it outright. We say it like, this is the fact that, okay, now this is speculation. So this don't is, take this exactly. to the bank. Right. 
and, and like I said, I do know people in positions that can tell me things, but they'll tell me something that are like, you can't use that. I'm like, okay, thanks. And I'm like, I have to honor that. I have the clearance for it. Right. But it's not, it's like, it's not your information to tell. It, well, this is the thing. And again, I do have the clearance for it. However, I don't work in that field. And it's not my information to tell. My buddy tells me something in confidence. It remains in confidence. Right. And and again, what he's telling me is is on the peripheral. He's not giving me the meat of the story. Right. And same with a a few other folks that I've discussed stuff with. They're like, well, this is sort of what we're looking at. I'm like, okay, don't use that. I won't. Hmm. I won't. We're only going to talk about what we can talk about. And what right. we can talk about is is widely publicly available. Yeah, what we know. You know. Uh, oh, we got a good, nice <laughs> kit grappling with Canada. Who's the new guy? He definitely did a double take on Twitter morning. Post. <laughs> oh, <laughs> flattery will get you everywhere. Well, I, I, I saw something. Tim Tim McCaffrey's like ZZ Top. I'm like, is that supposed to be me? <laughs> I got a ways got to go legs. yet. I got a ways to go yet. Yeah. If you if you're a regular watcher, you know he's got legs. He's shown them. <laughs> All right, kids. I think that's a wrap for today. Like what do you think? There we, there we go. There we go. There we go. The dude is all right. <laughs> yeah, I believe that is a wrap. We got to, I got to get to the office. So okay. let's uh, wind it up. Good, sir. All right. That's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Podcast Kits. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So please let your peeps know about us. And because democracy is something that you do, we have something from Kit Linda here. If you live in Ontario, comments are open on Bill 60 until March 27th. Tell the government how you feel about expanding private health care because democracy is something you do. I love that, Linda. Thank you so much. That was well done. Uh, And of course, uh, as always, write to your MPs and your senators and everybody. Let them know that you're not down with that Nazi shit. Mm -hmm. We ain't having it. And uh, of course, Friends of Rosie, we are still uh, looking for some people to join us. So please, uh, if you would like to, even if it's just a one-time contribution, every drop and tittle adds to the pot. Mm -hmm. we uh, we appreciate your help. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated, and we love to hear from you. Reach us on our Facebook at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email via True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us via our pod page, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver. That's the True North Eager Beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words. And we will come straight to you when we have something fresh off the bandwidth. Why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel? That helps us out big time we're trying to get at least to a thousand and you are helping us uh, immensely we've crossed 180 so thank you it's a nice steady flow and it seems to be picking up some uh, steam so thank you kids we really appreciate that and if you would like to support us well we definitely could use your support your kind and generous support so if you look where grizzly's pointing there there's a QR code if you're watching. If you scan that with your phone, that will bring you to our tip jar. And if you are listening to us, well, then you can just type on that beautiful keyboard, coffee, ko-fi.com slash eager beaver, all in one word, 
lowercase letters. And that will bring you directly to our emergency Guinness black coffee, hot chocolate, sometimes a Caesar fund. (laughs) So if you'd like to help us out, we would be very grateful. Uh, Merch will be coming back online soon. Uh, We're looking for new distributors. So uh, that's on pause for a while, but we'll have some good stuff for you soon. Don't worry about it, kids. Uh, And we'll make sure that you have a place to go get yourself some fabulous. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it could be a tough world out there. So be kind to and gentle with yourself. And I must admit, I'm still buzzing from yesterday. I loved that interview with Joanna. Well, I thought it was pretty awesome myself. Yeah. Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom for us before we go? I'm I'm not awake yet. <laughs> All right. Drink your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're open oh, and and if you have to drive into your place of employment, please show extra caution today because of the time change you're probably a little drowsy so are the other drivers on the road so please look out for one another all right some wise 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 words and good advice mr grizzly would you please roll the credits you are listening to a true north eager beaver media podcast The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Hi, kids. Me again. <laughs> Close up, dude. <laughs> a little freaky. Me again. <laughs> Don't forget this Saturday, March 18th, we go live at 2 p.m. Welcome to the place where everyone knows your name, where everyone's your friend, where good times are had by all. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a beverage and enjoy our company. I know we'll certainly enjoy yours. Welcome to the True North Eager Beaver Pubcast. Once a month, we gather at the Lieutenant's Pump at 361 Elgin Street in downtown Ottawa, Canada's capital city, bringing you joy and happiness all day long. Have a good one, kids. See you Saturday. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. 
Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at averyrich.com.